Bitcoin, or any other cryptocurrency. That's the sound of the money truck backing up to your front door, Hoss. Nobody's going to put money into a crazy scheme like that. Okay, here comes the catch. This has to cost a lot of money. Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency. Bye, bye, bye! Yes, the money is good. We don't have that much time left. Let's talk rocket ships. First, Bitcoin. Three, two, one. This is Crypto Karma with the sensei of cryptocurrency, Nick Green. Welcome to Crypto Karma. This is Nick Green, and this is the week of May 15, 2021. Hello, all the Bitcoiners out there, and welcome to alt season. A lot is happening in the news, and the prices are probably the most exciting action. We are either going to pump or dump, but when we pump, we pump hard. You got to strike hard and strike fast, or you're going to miss those profits. So, real quick, on the price recap here, it's always fun and exciting to talk about the updates. Cardano still hovering around two dollars. Link making some magic at forty-nine bucks. It had a high of fifty-five dollars. So volume is coming right back in, and we expect to see new highs. Remember, Chainlink is on the path to eighty-eight dollars, and nothing will stop in its way, other than sixty-two bucks. A little resistance. It's going to hang out and then keep moving. Ethereum passed the $4,000 mark. Psychologically, that is a big deal. Of course, it's an all-time high, and Ethereum 2.0 is coming out soon. So you'll be able to stake your Ethereum on almost every exchange, including Coinbase and Binance, get an APY on it, and on top of that, there's going to be more functionality, hopefully bringing down these gas fees, but Ethereum is going to continue to go upward. We're still looking at a $10,000 mark by the end of the year or end of cycle, whatever comes first, which is yet to be determined. So Ethereum, always a safe bet. And my favorites, Dogecoin under 50 cents at 47. So it's probably in accumulation. We all know, thanks to Elon Musk, we're going to see some big numbers on Dogecoin. And I'm still holding until next year. Bitcoin took a dump, $43,000 today. We had a high of 66 grand just over the past couple of weeks, about three weeks ago, and now we hit some key support levels. So we want to stay above 42,000. If we drop, we're going to be in the 30s, 38, then 34 and 32, and that could really pull down the market. Hoping not to pivot there because this support is letting money flow into all the alts. So that's why we're starting to see these pumps, and that is why a lot of us just made a ton of money on Matic all the way up to $1.56. This has been accumulating since under a nickel. It's had a very strong year, even during Bitcoin's dump. What a dump, baby don't hurt me, don't hurt me no more. What a dump, baby don't hurt me, don't hurt me no more, no more. It just kept going to the moon. So we're talking about 200% gains in a matter of a short couple of weeks. Today it's around a buck 60, had a new all-time high, and it's going to hit $2. That's just a fact. I'm not saying to chase green candles and get into it, but short-term targets this cycle are four to five bucks. $10 by the end of the year is not unrealistic. Remember, Link started trading at 11 cents and over two years made it from under $2 to about four bucks on the Coinbase pump, and now is already at $44 less than two years later. So these returns are not crazy. It's a matter of the short run or the long run. And we'll talk about what Matic is. I know a lot of people just blindly will buy things or things that look cheap and good on Coinbase without really diving into it, knowing where their money's at. It works in a bull market a little bit, not the best decision, but the rest of the time it's gonna hurt you. On to what is trending. So check it out, Elon Musk. This guy had to go ahead and tweet some crazy things about Bitcoin. 
The long story short, and I'm going to assume that most people read the news and have a good idea of what's going on, is that Elon came out basically slamming Bitcoin, saying that it is not good for the environment, saying that it uses coal and Tesla will no longer be accepting Bitcoin. So you would think that the world's richest man that we know of, or second richest, whatever you want to say, who's extremely intelligent, PayPal, SolarCity, Tesla, the boring company, SpaceX. We're going to pretend that he didn't do any research before he put Bitcoin on the balance sheet. We're going to pretend he did not know about the environmental impacts or anything about it. Of course not. This is all very well-planned FUD. He knows he can move the market. So if Elon writes a tweet that's derogatory to Bitcoin and his company holds Bitcoin, Think about how much Bitcoin they could buy. Well, Michael Saylor bought some. They bought $90 million worth of Bitcoin all the way down to about $44,000. So the big companies are still purchasing. MicroStrategy, Grayscale, they're buying the dip. Elon, we just don't know about. But what he did say is that along with crashing the market, making enemies out of Bitcoiners all over the world, he basically said he's going to put his resources into Dogecoin and build a development team. Well, the funny thing is he's already been working on that since 2019. So, you know, the world of cryptocurrency, everyone's a hacker. We all know what's going on. We know where the money's at and whose money it is. And that Elon has been in this game. Therefore, this is very premeditated. He is planning to put Dogecoin on a stage. He's looking to make the average person wealthy, millionaire. It's the greatest transfer of wealth in history. So that's nothing to complain about. The open manipulation is a little bit troubling, though, when people actually mark the words of Elon Musk and they use that to make determinations on buying or selling cryptocurrency. It's very strange to me. I don't think it's psychologically stable. And for people to really depend on what one person says or does is a little crazy. He did say he is not going to be selling any Bitcoin. He just said Tesla's not taking more of it. Well, they already sold a bunch as it is. They're in the profit margin of about a billion dollars. And I don't think he's anti-cryptocurrency. I think he literally just wants to elevate Doge. And the benefits are the average person can get rich. There's Dogecoin millionaires now that nobody ever heard of in the history of Dogecoin. So that's amazing. At the same time, he wants to use it as a currency for SpaceX, which is why I'm holding a bag myself until next year. And we're going to see how that plays out. So what was this really about with Elon Musk? Well, I'm going to tell you. It's about energy. Here are some fun facts. Tesla makes most of its money from RECs, not cars. And a Crypto Karma sidebar, an REC, that is a Renewable Energy Certificate. It is basically a market-based instrument that represents the property rights of the environmental, social, or other non-power attributes of renewable electricity generation. So let me explain. Now that you know what that is, the key takeaway here is what is the motivation for Elon Musk tweets? How does this really affect Bitcoin? And what is going on in the world of crypto? So I want to sum this up in a way that everybody could understand, since RECs is not everyday vernacular. So Tesla literally makes most of its money from RECs, not from cars. We all know the company has not been profitable except for, I believe, within the last one to two years. They have a lot going on there and a lot of development at Tesla. So last year, 
Tesla made $1.5 billion from sales of these RECs, these, these renewable energy certificates, to gas-powered auto companies, which they must buy in order to offset their CO2 emissions. Tesla has never been profitable without these government-issued RECs and those sales to other companies to bolster their margins. Now things are about to change. Last week, the PSA Group and Fiat Chrysler Stellantis told LaPointe that they will meet carbon emission rules this year. The way they're doing that? Well, that means it won't need to buy RECs from Tesla anymore. Fiat Chrysler accounts for $2.4 billion of Tesla REC sales from 2019 to date. That means in about two years, Tesla made $2.4 billion selling these certificates to Fiat Chrysler because Fiat cannot get them themselves. They do not have any electrical cars. They need to buy it from someone and Tesla needs to make money because they are clearly not in the profit zone. So that's 55% of sales from Tesla. So it's not categorized to show you whether it was a car or an REC. You get the picture. So now think about this. Tesla's REC empire is about to wind down because other auto companies are going to follow Solantis and they're rolling out EVs. So think about that too. General Motors, Ford, Fiat, Mercedes, BMW, everybody is going into the EV market. They've already been there. But now they're going to qualify to get these RECs on their own and or they're not going to have to buy them from Tesla to offset their CO2 emissions. So now let's pivot that from the auto industry to the refining industry. Tesla is after the U.S. renewable fuel credit market. So Reuters reported that there's a pending application with the EPA tied to power generation and renewable credits. Environmental regulators typically do not like Bitcoin for the obvious reasons, FUD and lack of education. So Tesla made two big announcements, the very public announcement that they would suspend car sales with Bitcoin. I don't know about making that announcement on Twitter from the CEO, but that's how Tesla does things. And the other one is the revelation that they sold $101 million of Bitcoin. But really, Bitcoiners already knew that. Now, it's unlikely many vehicles have been paid for in Bitcoin. In fact, the number is seven. Just seven out of all the cars worldwide, Tesla has collected Bitcoin in exchange for a vehicle seven times. So this isn't about balance sheets. This is about optics. It's a signal to the EPA. It's a message about green energy. And it's really an about face from Elon Musk. It's literally a virtue signal. And that's what our life is being taken over by now. Mask and optics and it's for me and not for you and protect you. That's what the world's becoming. It's another woke version of renewable energy. But in this case, Elon is pandering to the billions of dollars that he needs to keep Tesla afloat and fund all of his other companies. So really, this is just good PR for the company. Elon hid Tesla's Bitcoin sale. The EPA knew about it, but he hid it from investors by having it in a JPEG format in its shareholder deck. So it wasn't easy to find, but of course it's there. Then, as everybody knows, Bitcoiners always find out the truth. So the big takeaway is that this was just a publicity stunt. He needs to get the billions of dollars and make up for the money that he is not going to get anymore by selling RECs to other automakers and have that money to continue to fund Tesla and SpaceX and the boring company and everything else. So they only sold $100 million worth of Bitcoin. It's a lot of money, but in the world of Tesla, that's not even 10% of their holdings. So it's really not a big picture, but the market reaction was just disgusting. Everybody was able to jump on the bandwagon of anti-Elon and thinking he's bringing down Bitcoin. And then at the same time, people sold. They took their money out. So the person who bought Bitcoin because Tesla put it on their balance sheets or is accepting it for their cars is probably the same person who sold it 
to find out it was temporarily suspended. That same person was probably not going to buy a car with Bitcoin anyway, and only seven people in the world did. So this is all about psychology. The way the markets react, the way people react, the buys, the sells, you have to understand it is nothing more than a mind game. There's value, there's intrinsic value, there is a whole lot of store of value, and there's gains and profit to be made. But when you sell something, somebody else is buying it. They're picking up what you're dropping. And if you're buying something, it's because somebody maybe had weak hands or is taking profit and they're selling. There has to be an exchange here. So when you understand there's an exchange and you think one way, the person on the other end of the trade is thinking the exact opposite of you. Just like we're navigating through life right now and trying to figure out where everybody's comfort zone is and who's who and what's what, Trading is the same way. You're playing off somebody else's emotions and hopefully you're making money and benefiting off somebody else's weak emotions or profit taking or circumstance. But the bottom line is most people sell out of fear and then the people who are gonna come up in the long run are buying the blood on the real estate. In fact, JP Morgan said it best. When there's blood on the streets, buy the real estate. You could apply that to literally every single purchase in life. You never want to overpay, and this has really stood the test of time. We're talking about the Great Depression all the way through now. So don't let the fear get into you. Don't be a subject of what the media says. And you got to understand, fact or fiction, Bitcoin is not bad for the environment. So Crypto Karma likes to be very honest with people. Is Bitcoin great for the environment? No. Is 75% of it mined from renewable energy? Yes. And we actually have talked about that. So don't get lost in all the media speculation. Here's the question. On the face of it, the question about energy use is very fair. According to Cambridge Center for Alternative Finance, Bitcoin currently consumes around 110 terawatt hours per year, 0.55% of global electricity production, not even 1%. It's equivalent to the annual energy draw of small countries like Malaysia or Sweden. This certainly sounds like a lot of energy, but how much energy should a monetary system consume? How you answer that depends on how you feel about Bitcoin. If you believe that Bitcoin offers no utility beyond serving as a Ponzi scheme or a device for money laundering, or if you're Peter Schiff, well, then it would only be logical to conclude that consuming any energy is wasteful. Now, if you're one of the tens of millions of people who use Bitcoin for everyday transactions or store value worldwide, it is a tool to escape monetary repression, inflation. It's a hedge against your own government's inflation and the dropping of our own dollar. Capital controls. Well, you probably feel that any energy used is very well spent and it's worth every kilowatt. Whether you feel Bitcoin has a valid claim on society's resource boils down to how much value you think Bitcoin creates for society. Of course, I think it adds a lot of value. It is changing the economic system alone. If we're going to have this debate, we should be clear on how Bitcoin actually consumes energy. That is the big specific here. Energy consumption is not equivalent to carbon emissions. There's an important distinction between how much energy a system uses and how much carbon it emits. This could really go on forever, and the debate is going to get down to how is Bitcoin mined, who's mining it, where, and all the energy consumption. I think the long story short is you could do a little bit of research and find out that there is a lot of renewable energy. And the same guy, Elon Musk, who said that Bitcoin's bad for the environment due to carbon emissions from mining, not from transactional use, left out the fact that he has a little company called Tesla Solar and used to own Solar City and could actually create mining rigs and renewable energy options and hydropower just like Iceland to help Bitcoin and the environment. 
Instead of that, he decided to trigger the market conditions, make an outlandish claim just to get in the good graces of the EPA, get his RECs, and ignore the fact that mining is becoming more and more based on renewable energy and that we could continue to find more ways to make it green. I don't think he wants it green. I think he just wants to get his money and be the best at everything that he does. So don't get caught up in the hype. Please turn off the news. Do some real research. Realize Bitcoin is not bad for the environment, but the energy it does use, and it uses a lot on a global scale, is 100% justified. Central banks have ruined lives and taken taxes and inflated non-existent, non-backed money in countries for years. So to have this kind of financial independence and have the greatest transfer of wealth in the history of the economic system that we're experiencing right now, I think is worth even more energy than it's being used. Remember energy. This isn't about pollution or the carbon footprint. It's about the energy used, and there's always a way to make it renewable and make it work. Bitcoin's about the future. It did not start off with 75% renewable energy. That has been 12 years in the making, and I'm sure by the year 15, the next halving for Bitcoin anniversary, we're going to see a whole lot more renewable energy and a lot less waste. So trending in the world of cryptocurrency, Matic made a lot of millionaires too. It is not so much in the news because you can't get it on Robinhood. It is on Coinbase and known as Polygon. But a real quick snippet about what it is. It's an Ethereum token that powers the Polygon network. It's a multi-chain scaling solution for Ethereum. Polygon aims to provide faster and cheaper transactions on Ethereum using the layer two side chains, which are blockchains that run alongside the Ethereum main chain. So what they're doing is using the Ethereum network, but creating their own side chain that's cheaper and faster. They're doing it in partnerships with a ton of other cryptocurrency companies. Chainlink, Reef, Pundix. Matic is growing extremely fast. It is scalable and it is becoming the most popular blockchain network out there right now. Remember, things move at the speed of crypto, so anything could change. But this price action sure shows a lot. People believe in it. This has been around a couple years. I first got in under a dime. It's $1.50 with 4 and $5 on the horizon. This is a big one. Do your research. Remember, this is not financial advice. This is educational advice. But please, take a look at Matic and make some money. Now let's talk about Crypto Karma's Gem of the Week. It is going to be buy. That's B-U-I. Buy, buy, buy! I got this on KuCoin, and this is Burency Token. So why is this attractive? Well, first of all, volume and internet attention on this has been skyrocketing over the past few weeks. This is a coin with an all-time high way back in September of 2020. So really not that long ago, it was $1.18. Right now, it is chilling around 15 cents. So you could do the math and realize this has a very clear path and potential to 10x your investment. $10,000 would essentially be a little over a $100,000 profit. I do like to chase all-time highs. If the company has made progress. The blockchain, the cryptocurrency has been moving forward since then, and the market just hasn't caught up, then I know that there's a lot of potential. I always set my stop losses because it's crypto and anything could happen, but there is enough potential here to really make me feel like this is going to do what we expect it to do, which is a 10x. Those are the gems we look for. So what is Burency? Burency is essentially an exchange. 
This is an exchange token that I'm investing in. The project includes a cryptocurrency exchange, a wallet application, mining, and blockchain development center. So they have big dreams and they claim to be based out of Dubai. I'm sure for tax reasons and Dubai is very blockchain and cryptocurrency friendly. It's a very easy, basic little summary here, but when you're talking about an exchange that is operating, well then the token has intrinsic value by saving and trading fees, and they also have to be extremely liquid to support the tokens that are on Buency. They have all the little gems, a lot of Shibus, a lot of dogs, uh, Safe Moon. Buency goes for the smaller caps. They go for coins that have big returns, big profit margins, and will attract investors that are bigger risk takers. I like this because volume is starting to increase. The awareness on coins that have emanated from PancakeSwap or Binance Chain, and we're now seeing on some other exchanges, is really growing in interest. Yield farming is growing, and having other types of income, APYs, etc., is becoming a big deal in the crypto space. So people are looking for alternatives to make a profit, and I think high risk, high reward is the way to go. At least it's the way that I like to go. I don't think Matic is very high risk. You could set your stops, but looking at this coin right here, I'm really looking forward to a big return, and I hope you are too. All right, where's my money? And in the news, cryptocurrency has been in the news every day for the past, oh, six, seven months, and it's been exciting. Ever since Bitcoin made its reversal, it starts getting some attention, and when all the big corporations invest into it, everybody takes a look. So here's what's funny, and it's not funny if you own a gas-powered vehicle, but it is if you own a Tesla. Basically, gas stations around the country in the southeast were short on gas. People were stocking up just like they did for toilet paper, and there is a very clear emergency. Well, the story, and we don't know if it's true or not because of fake news, Basically, some cyber hackers took control of the Colonial Pipeline. They attacked it. They shut it down, limiting gas and oil supplies. Well, guess what? They asked the government or whoever. I mean, the government says it's a private entity matter, and this is public utilities, public works, which makes it really an infrastructure matter for the government. But without pointing fingers, here's the funny thing. CNBC reported that the Colonial Pipeline attackers received $90 million in Bitcoin before shutting down. So I'm assuming they asked for more money and didn't get it, or they just basically were a phishing email scam. They got the money and did what they did anyway. So here are the key points from the story. Darkside, which is what the hacker group calls themselves, <laughs> kind of funny, behind the Colonial ransomware attack. Now remember, that's an email attack that somebody opened up. This is the fault of Colonial. They opened the email, they did something wrong. So Darkside, the hacker group behind the attack, they received $90 million in Bitcoin ransom payments, according to blockchain sleuths Eleptic. Because remember, Bitcoin is not untraceable. They're able to find out what's going on. The cyber criminal gang shut down last week after losing access to its servers and its cryptocurrency wallets were emptied. So that's $90 million minimum they got away with. Elliptic said the dark side's Bitcoin wallet contained $5.3 million of the currency before the funds were drained. And the question is, who drained them? Well, according to the story, pretty interesting, Darkside, the hacker group behind the attack received $90 million ransom payments before shutting down. The pipeline was hit with a devastating cyber attack, forcing the company to shut down 5,500 miles of pipeline in the United States. So it crippled the southeastern states in terms of delivering gas. The FBI blamed the attack on Darkside, 
Hmm. And nobody really wants to take responsibility. The ransomware as a service is a business model, meaning the hackers develop and market ransomware tools, sell them to other criminals who then carry out the attacks. Ransomware is a type of malicious software that's designed to block access to a computer system. So the hackers demand a ransom payment, typically cryptocurrency because it's instant, in return for restoring access. I don't think things went the way they planned. On Friday, London-based blockchain analytics firm Elliptic said it identified the Bitcoin wallet used by DarkSide to collect the ransom money. That same day, security researchers Intel 471, because there's internet sleuths everywhere, said DarkSide closed down. They lost access to its servers and crypto wallets were emptied. They blamed pressure from the United States according to a note obtained by Intel 471. Really interesting how open that these guys work. They did bag at least $90 million, and the average payment from organizations was in the $2 million range. So over the past nine months, this company, the dark side, or whatever you call them, well, they got Bitcoin from 47 victims. They are pretty successful in the world of hacking, if you ask me. It's a really interesting story. The way that they distribute their funds is really interesting to me. It's pretty open wallet and $90 million of the total haul, 15 million went to DarkSide's developer, a developer of the ransomware attack. Then $74 million went to its affiliates. That's right. These hackers have affiliates and they spread the wealth. The majority of the funds are being sent to crypto exchanges where of course they're probably investing in Matic and buy and Telcoin and then they convert them after trading them to fiat money. Well, that's what the news says. I do not think they are converting to fiat so quickly. They're probably trading, holding, they could even put that money in just their own offline wallet and then reactivate some of the coins, move it around and pay themselves off when the heat dies down months from now or even years. It's really funny to go ahead and blame Bitcoin and of course attach Bitcoin to criminal activity. The truth is the real criminals, Colonial Pipeline, they're the idiots that open the emails and then the same idiots that paid the ransom. They should be held fully responsible. This has nothing to do with Bitcoin. This has to do with not training your staff and just being a moron. Everybody knows you do not open emails from people you don't know and you do not give access to people you don't know. This should have been training 101. The Colonial Pipeline is responsible. However, of course, the news and them and everybody else is going to blame Bitcoin and blame cryptocurrency for enabling this when the truth is that they could have collected their money in fiat or anything else that they wanted to. However, this is a very professional hacker. The dark side is a well-organized company, group, whatever you want to call them. And with their wins throughout the year, they're very well-funded. So don't let Bitcoin get in the way or bring you down. This is just the way the world works. So a fun fact about our favorite coin. Dogecoin is now accepted by Pornhub. Do you think I am sexy? That's right. You could tip or pay for your favorite porn stars using Dogecoin. And it doesn't stop there. That must have got the attention of Mark Cuban, who decided to accept Dogecoin as payment for the Dallas Mavericks. That gives a whole lot of meaning to accepting cryptocurrencies and the evolution of Dogecoin. What you are going to see is more retailers accept Dogecoin. There's petitions for Domino's, Little Caesars, Nike, Amazon. I think we're going to start seeing some of that change and they're going to actually accept it, especially if Elon Musk comes through with all of his promises. So here at Crypto Karma, we love all coins. It is not about one. There's not about tribes. It's not just about dogs. It's about taking profits, making money, being a part of the emerging markets, supporting the evolution into blockchain technology and being ahead of the curve. I want to see everybody make money. I want to see everybody be a part of the world that's happening around you. You can't turn a blind eye and not realize that you are operating on a blockchain or it's cryptocurrency that helps you buy your food or your clothes or even your car. It's great to be ahead 
know how to educate your children, get them into coding, get them into blockchain, because this is 100% the way of the future. Just like 15, 20 years ago, it was all about computers and computer science. You have to learn coding, you have to learn programming, because it will be the way of the future. Well, now the future is blockchain. The future is AI. The future is here. It's in cryptocurrency, and it's all around you. So take note, pay attention, always do your own research, and I wish you nothing but to go to the moon. This is Crypto Karma. I'm Nick Green. You could find me at CryptoKarma19 at gmail.com. And remember on jwhfinance.com for the best refinance or purchase mortgage interest rates, I am here to help you. I'm Nick Green, reminding you to strike hard, strike fast, always move at the speed of crypto. And remember, if you're good to Bitcoin, it will be good to you. This show is for educational purposes only. This is not investment or financial advice. There's no better endorsement than when a customer gives your business a five-star review. At JWH Finance, they've been helping people afford the home of their dreams for years because their philosophy is simple. Do business with efficiency, integrity, and honesty. That's why they always get stellar reviews. No lender fees on VA loans and home loans up to $2 million. Online at jwhfinance.com. Email Nick at jwhfinance.com or call Nick Green at 866-895-0571. NMLS 1433-621. Explore the cryptocurrency universe with Nick Green on Crypto Karma. Learn about Bitcoin and blockchain, Ethereum, Dogecoin, and more. Buy and sell and trade and learn how to make some serious money with digital currency. And hear the podcast on Podbean.